After a decade of gathering women together for prayer, we are inspired to bring our words of encouragement to you. This is iRefresh. Welcome to today's podcast. In an earlier podcast, we began a discussion about the Holy Spirit and how He is our navigation and our guide, and we welcome Him into our daily life and just what that looks like as He walks our life with us, our daily walk, and how we can invite Him into that. So if you're interested in going back and listening to that, Laura, how can they find that? They can find our previous podcast and subscribe to any future podcast and listen to the prior ones on many avenues such as Buzzsprout, um, iTunes, Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, and if you can't remember any of those, those can also be found on our website at www.irefresh.net. Fantastic. So today I have with me again, Laura Watson, Cheryl Clare, Veronica Scott, and myself, Christy Waters. And we will be discussing the Holy Spirit, but this time we're taking a little different look at it because there's so much complexity to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And even, we, I'm sure we could do 100 more mm-hmm. um, of these podcasts, but let's just see how he leads us today as he navigates us. So in John 14, 16, um, Jesus himself is speaking, and he says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking. The Father God is sending someone to replace Jesus because Jesus had to leave the earth. And we know he is seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. So we have the Holy Spirit in his place. And you referred to that earlier in the other podcast, Veronica, how he is ever present with us. Mm-hmm. So talk about the Holy Spirit. Well, um, you know, that's one of my favorite scriptures because he promises us that although he will be leaving, he will come back, but he will be sending another one to come and be with us always. Mm-hmm. And part of that scripture, he talks about he will be, in some translations, he calls him the comforter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love that that facet of the Holy Spirit as the comforter because I often, one time I heard someone explain it to me like um, the full family. The Trinity is the full family. You have the Father, the Son. The Holy Spirit takes on a lot of the characteristics of a mother's role. A nurturer, a comforter, um, a teacher. There's so many parts of the Holy Spirit that God really uses in the family unit that the mother gets to portray. And in that comfort comes, you know, the peace, the Mm -hmm. peace of God that surpasses all understanding. And, you know, how many times do you know um, as a mom or as a child that there's just something about being able to have that, your mom wrap her arms around you? Or how much joy does it bring a mom when their child comes into the room? Um, And so I think that the Holy Spirit, I, I look at those characteristics as identifiable characteristics with the Holy Spirit. He is there to comfort us, but he also takes great joy when we choose to spend time with him. And when choosing to spend time, then he blesses us with, as we've discussed, 
the comfort, the wisdom, the understanding, the direction, um, you know, the gifts of the Spirit. They're gifts. That's right. That's great, Veronica. So she referenced Philippians 4-7, and that says, Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard you, your hearts, your minds, as you live in Christ Jesus. And that's just a tip of the iceberg of what the Holy Spirit does for us. Laura, there are multiple facets of the Holy Spirit, and according to the book of John, um, how else can we describe him? I like to read um, the verses in John when it relates to the Holy Spirit through the Amplified Version. Okay. There are so many good versions, but I love this one because it puts actual it kind of lists out the aspects of the holy spirit like john 14 26 as we mentioned and then john 15 26 it talks about but when the help helper which is the holy spirit but it also lists comforter advocate intercessor counselor strengthener standby comes whom i will will send to you from the father that is the spirit of truth who comes from the father he will testify and bear witness about me I just love how it lists out all those aspects because, as Veronica mentioned, there's so many facets to the Holy Spirit. There are so many areas with which He wants to be with us and guide us and comfort us and even correct us and even kind of redirect us and um, just kind of spur us on. But I love that there are so many aspects to the Holy Spirit and so many facets, as Veronica mentioned. It also tells us that he is our ever-present help. Yes. Yes. And help can be correction. Mm -hmm. As mothers, we all know that it is for our children's benefit for us to correct them. Mm -hmm. And it starts when they're little and they try to put their finger in a plug and you tell them no. Right. And you take your position of authority and you make sure that they're safe. But if they don't learn your voice of that no... And understand that you expect that correction Mm -hmm. to be made, then they can get into more trouble later, whether it's then taking a fork and putting it in there Mm -hmm. or something like that, and really Mm -hmm. getting into trouble. And as we heed to the Holy Spirit, as we know His voice, which we talked a lot about in our Mm -hmm. last podcast, Mm -hmm. as we learn His voice and we make those corrections. Usually at that point, if we're being obedient to his, his voice and we are following the Word of God and we're doing our best, we're right. all going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. but usually those are minor corrections. It's when we stop listening and we, or we put it aside because we don't want to. Mm-hmm. I know I've shoved it aside many times because mm-hmm. I don't want to. It's not what I want to do. Then I find that the correction is more severe. Good point. And mm-hmm. so... I love that he's gentle, and he is kind and loving, and he will, just like a mom would do, will give you a little bit of correction here, and and it fits the need. We do not, you know, go all out on a little baby because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know. They have to be trained, and even as a new believer, a Christian has to learn his voice so that we can be obedient but obedience is a lot of hearing the holy spirit as well good point and part of correction even when you're giving the example or the analogy of using it with your child your your correction changes as they mature and as they grow because they're understanding 
matures and grows. And so I think the Holy Spirit, I've, I've learned in my life, it's the same thing. As I grow and mature, as I spend time in the Word, as I, as I grow in my relationship with Him and spend more time with Him, that, cor- that loving correction, and you know, I think it's important to note that it is always a loving correction. Yes. It is going to be a guidance, a redirecting, a turning of your heart mm-hmm. so that everything else turns with it. But as I spend that time with Him and read and press in and be quiet as we talked about it's uh, my maturity my understanding increases Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so it adjusts just as we do with our own children and correcting and disciplining the Holy Spirit adjusts with me as well because what I understood as a new believer Mm -hmm. I have greater understanding as I spend more time in the word and more Mm -hmm. time with him Mm -hmm. so it changes and nice. sometimes it's, I've learned, I've had times when it's a quick mm-hmm. correction. If I'm, if I'm listening, as Veronica's mm-hmm. mentioned before, just right. listening to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. it's a quick direction. Mm-hmm. And so a redirection, so it saves me time Good. from doing something that maybe later on it will take a, a larger correction. So That's good. I also know that we live in a very busy world. Mm-hmm. And um, I oftentimes get started on my day Mm -hmm. and even though I love the Lord once I get going so I have my quiet time I'm a morning person Mm -hmm. I prefer to have my quiet time in the morning before everyone gets up Mm -hmm. but once I get past that point there are times that I don't and this may sound bad to some people but I'm going to be honest I don't think about God Mm -hmm. a whole lot during my business day I may pray I may even put a worship song on while I'm traveling from here to there or something like that. But as far as being fully engrossed in a God moment, mm-hmm. it's not happening during my work day, um, typically. Um, but I know that I can then get so busy, and we're all busy. The world, that is such a common word for women today is mothers as wives, mm-hmm. as daughters, caregiving for our elderly grandparents or mm-hmm. soccer moms and all the different things that we do. So as women with full lives, how do you hear? When do you hear? What do you do to hear the Holy Spirit's voice? Veronica. Um, I, you know, we talked about it earlier, but for me, first thing I do is I ask him. Okay. For my need. What what do I need to hear him about? And I have a conversation with him just as I would you. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, he's just as present as you are. That's good. And then I have learned that it's best if I am quiet. Because I can't hear you respond to me if I continue talking. And so I do the same with the Holy Spirit. If I have a request, then I have to stop and listen to his response the same as I would for you. Have you ever heard Veronica the uh, saying, there's a reason God gave us two ears and one mouth? Yes, I have. <laughs> you, if there's more to hear than uh-huh. there is to say. And sometimes I have a hard time with that. That's good. Where and when does God speak to you, Laura? Or how? I think it's a lot like Veronica said. It's just, I think, taking the action and asking and being purposeful and asking and saying, okay, Holy Spirit, you know, what, what is it 
you have for me and or what even encouragement some days it's it's not about asking him for direction or asking um, for what I do what I need to do some days well let's be honest some days it's about okay Holy Spirit I need encouragement Mm -hmm. I need a word I need a scripture for today I need Mm -hmm. a promise to stand on Mm -hmm. today so sometimes it's just it still goes back to what Veronica said. It's asking and then being quiet and letting him respond. Mm-hmm. And some days it's just getting that scripture or getting that encouraging word or bringing a past teaching to remembrance. Or like I think Cheryl mentioned in our previous podcast, mm-hmm. something someone might have said to you previously, but it encourages you right. in this moment today. Good. And mm-hmm. so his word always produces fruit. And so it's sometimes it's just as simple as asking for I need encouragement I need a word I need right. a promise brought to remembrance mm-hmm. I need a scripture and meditating on it you know one of the things too and I find that I may feel like I'm not sure I'm hearing Holy Spirit and I really I feel like Jacob I'm going to be like I'm going to hear from you one way or the other I find that sometimes when I speak and sometimes it will be with my husband and as I'm talking through something, not necessarily the problem, but I'm looking at all the avenues, mm-hmm. is I will literally get revelation mm-hmm. of what my answer is. And I believe the Holy Spirit actually is really good sometimes when I verbalize something of what it is and I'm seeking Him. In my spirit, though, my heart is to know the direction to take. But sometimes I have to talk it out. And when I do, I'm not looking for my husband to answer. I'm just looking yes. for a listener. Because I know the Holy Spirit wants to speak to me. And sometimes, actually, that's where I have found my answers. And then I kind of look at it. I'm like, okay, I got it. Good. I'm, I'm fine. It. And, you know, and sometimes it's like, I feel like I'm your punching bag. I'm like, but part of it, sometimes I have to vent or get things out to release it so then I can hear exactly. what the Holy Spirit wanted me to do. Because sometimes you just you feel emotions and you're like, okay, I know that's not God's best. So I want to release that. So then I give him the avenue to listen. And, and now, sometimes it's... It's late at night. I'm like, I can't go to bed because I don't have the peace. I need that clarity of how do I resolve a conflict. And a lot of times I find it's I'm putting the praise and worship on, and I can hear the Holy Good. Spirit in my wor- the worship. Great point. And sometimes it's, a, it's amazing how God sometimes orchestrates me to have a song on that speaks to the issue, speaks peace to me, speaks something. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that song was written just for me at that moment. Yes. Wow. And I find that he knows. And then, you, and then you have that, you know, mm-hmm. crying moment. I'm like, wow, God just spoke to me through that worship song. Yes. And I have found that over and over again because then I've gained his peace. And Good then peace. I walk out. I'm like, mm-hmm. I may not have an answer, but I have found he gives me rest. Yes. And then I know I can go, I can go sleep. And, right. Or it's just I'm talking out loud around the house when no one's around. And then the word, actually. I'll start praying as I'm praying the word of God because I've meditated over the years. I have memorized it. It All of a sudden, I'll hear phrases like, oh, that's God's word. And he answers, the Holy Spirit's answering me as I'm speaking and praying, but I'm actually speaking his word because I've made that discipline over my over life. And that's where I really want to encourage people is knowing the heart of God, knowing the leading of the Holy Spirit is because the Holy Spirit, one of the key things that the Holy Spirit is, is brings back things to our remembrance. Holy Spirit is our teacher and our guide. Mm -hmm. And so I have to have something in me Mm -hmm. 
and whether I'm just reading it out loud or it comes back to he brings it to my remembrance even I don't know if you guys have you been in the midst of talking to someone and all of a sudden you're like I didn't know where that came from yes yes, <laughs> yes. many times yes. and grateful for those moments yes yes or yes. you'll and you'll say it and you'll get done and they'll be like oh my goodness that was exactly what I needed to hear or exactly what I've been asking the Lord right. for. Mm-hmm. But it's being willing to be led by the Holy Spirit. And even like you mentioned, having studying the manual, studying the word, pondering on it, meditating on it, and it it's amazing the times he'll bring things up. That's right. And that's a good point because you have to spend time with him in order for him to be able to use you. For him to work through you is because you have spent time with him and filled yourself with what he has. Yes, exactly. Those are all good points. And in John 16, 8, it talks about the Holy Spirit. This is Jesus speaking. When he comes, referring to the Holy Spirit, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. But that conviction is different than condemnation. Yes. That is so important for us as believers to know. He convicts so that we can get right with him quickly. He doesn't want us to wallow in that, to stay in that. He loves us. Mm -hmm. Once again, the reference of a mom, when you discipline your children, you don't want them to stay in that sin or that mistake or error or whatever it is. You want that correction to come. And you love them. True. You don't all of a sudden turn your back on your kid because they stuck their finger in a wall socket. Instead, you bring them that correction because you love them. Yes. And so I think the world has a different perspective of that, and we as believers need to encourage them. He's not here beating us. He's here loving us into repentance and into correction because he cares and he desires for that purity of walk so that we can hear his voice clearly. Laura? Well, I've always, someone a teaching years ago kind of clarified it for me a little bit. It's like the conviction of the Holy Spirit is a heart issue. It's not so much always correcting the behavior mm-hmm. or um, the circumstances, but it's about a heart issue. That's good. What is it in me that is maybe you know causing these issues or causing me to make these decisions or these actions or but it was always a heart it was always about changing my heart mm. whereas condemnation was always about just you're bad it's bad i mean yeah. it's of the enemy it, it, it right. is not a tool of the holy spirit it is not a tool mm-hmm. of the father it is the enemy trying to destroy mm-hmm. and but the conviction of the holy spirit is a, it's a heart issue and even discipline your children mm-hmm. if you can change their heart yes. you can change their attitude yes. you can change their responses mm-hmm. you can change how they process things yes. you can change how they interact with you mm-hmm. and so for me it was about conviction is is a true heart issue and that is the desire of the father is to always turn your heart back mm-hmm. to him that's good Veronica, you were talking earlier um, about how, once again, we as women are fully scheduled. We have a lot going on. And maybe the Holy Spirit's trying to convict us and speak to our heart. But you shared something interesting about the shower. Oh. Um, (laughs) So Mm -hmm. perhaps this might... uh, speak to someone who's listening right now uh, shower time in the Holy Spirit tell yes. us about that 
Well, as funny as it sounds, um, it seems to be a, a continual pattern in my life that if I'm seeking the Lord and praying and asking for any direction, wisdom, anything, um, I find that when I'm in the shower is one of the times that I hear the direction. And like I said earlier, it's an unction, it's a thought, it's, it's you know, knowing that the Holy Spirit is helping but what he's doing is he's coming, um, giving me that thought. And I once asked somebody that was a prayer that did a lot of time in prayer. And I said, why does it always seem like it's in the shower? And she said, that's because that's where you're quiet. Mm. That's where you can hear him. He's talking to you the rest of your day. You're just too busy to hear him. Mm. And so that really helped me to understand and not, you know, take it as a weird moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I, I know, that. and uh -huh. I thought, Laura, your point about the fact that it is routine when we're in the shower, we know Good. our routine. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what else? And I mean, a lot of times, it like for me, I shower at the end of the day, so it's like you're kind of done. It's kind of your downtime, so it's like almost like when you get mm -hmm. in the shower and the water comes down, it's almost symbolic of you kind of release everything Good. that you've been Good. holding for the day. Mm -hmm. And I think when we release those things then it's easier for the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Or even like Veronica, if you shower in the morning and, you know, it's the same thing. You you don't have the worries or concerns of the day. So right. it's it's just relaxing and releasing. Amen. And isn't he good to speak to us however we need it good and whatever we have? That's how yes. much he loves exactly. us. So, um, so just to kind of summarize what we've talked about today, boy, we've kind of touched on a few mm -hmm. different back and forth things. We've talked about how we need to hear and obey, mm -hmm. how he is our comforter. He is our peace that passes all understanding. Yes. Um, he's there to encourage us when we mm -hmm. might be in a season of loneliness or hopelessness or those kind of things. And he is there to convict us and get our hearts right so that we can walk the path with him and know that um, we can hear his voice. Also, ladies, if you are needing to hear his voice more clearly, some of the points that our ladies have shown us today is, first of all, have a conversation with him. He walks with us like a friend. Yes. And it is important for us just to be honest. He knows what we're thinking, knows what we're feeling. We may as well just put that out there. And really, that's all the prayer is, mm -hmm. yes. is sharing our heart and asking him how to handle those situations that we're going through. Um, we need to be purposeful with what we're doing and seeking him. A great way to do that is to listen to the past teachings like we've talked about with our podcast on yes. irefresh.net. Another way is to seek the Word of God, get those scriptures out there, pray. I encourage you to find a friend to pray with if you're needing encouragement. Good. Also, it's important for us to be quiet because it is that stillness, that still, small, quiet voice that the Holy Spirit speaks to us so clearly. Some of these seem contrary because then Cheryl talked about verbalizing the process. Mm -hmm. We all are different. We're all uniquely made. So she verbalizes things and gets that all out so that the Holy Spirit can show her where to move into. So whether it's that stillness, that shower time, processing with somebody, I just encourage you today to seek the Holy Spirit, whether it's a big decision, a little decision, or maybe you just know something's not quite right in you. 
and you want the Holy Spirit to get that heart issue taken care of. So we encourage you today to seek the Holy Spirit. He loves you. He wants to be your ever-present help, and He will be there for you. We are glad you tuned in. Join the iRefresh community by subscribing to podcasts and following us on social media. You can go to irefresh.net for more inspiration.